It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. One day I'm gonna look at these notes and put them to use. No, you're not. recommends you put on your headphones now to listen to Hello and welcome to another Achieving Reality the podcast. To know what we talk about this week, press 1. In order to remove us from your phone, press 2. In order to be a total dick, press 3. You pressed 1. This week on Achieving Reality the podcast, the boys and Marissa in parentheses talk about beanie weenies, fried pickle chips and ranch, and a mysteries of the unexplained. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's this? Come on. No, I'm staying here. What no, do, you do the line. What line? Your line. For what? Oh. Hey, Rizza. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Hey, Rizza. Hey. Hey, Chris. So what do you have for us today? <laughs> it's your line, but whatever. Oh, I have... I'm directing. La- I have Lay's fried pickle with ranch potato chips. Lay's? Really? Ranch. <laughs> Fried pickle? pickle. New York City. (laughs) Peace, McLeod. So they've got three more, four more flavors out. They have habanero. Didn't we already do one? Yeah, a deep dish pizza. Yeah. Yeah, we did. They have (laughs) fiery (laughs) habanero. They have bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. Did we put it on the podcast yet? um, (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It was the first one I did that I actually had my voice fully back. Okay. Uh, And then. Proceed. Yeah, and then um, so you they hold the bag up to your face. So, oh, that's what I'm actually not even close. Oh come on, man! Wait here. <laughs> Better. <laughs> so, uh, and then this. This was the flavor that I couldn't remember the last time. So it's fried pickle with ranch, and because everybody loves fried pickles, because I fucking said so. We're even though you didn't get any yesterday. They had fried pickles there? Oh, sure. 
Yeah, fried so, Oreos. So, yes, I, I'm, I'm doing fried Oreos. My doctor would yell at me, be like, God damn, it's been five months, you're still full of sugar. And oil. And oil. All right, so here we go. Dill. Dill and ranch. Okay. I'm not even getting much ranch. Getting a little bit of ranch, like, like backdoor ranch. Ooh. Ooh. Did you go to the backdoor ranch? <laughs> Lots of chaps. <laughs> Just chaps and vests and hats and occasionally spurs. Are you done? <laughs> no. You just gonna eat them all yourself there, Piggy? No, I'm just keeping them in my lap. Sorry. <laughs> still got 170 more of these to do. 170 more what? Episodes. I know. What are we gonna do for the final the, for the final episode? For the final episode. Uh, there'll be a little announcement saying that one of us died. <laughs> Let's express our condolences and close out the show. Actually, there's more sour cream than ranch. I taste dill and sour cream. That's what I'm getting. So use one of those mixes. Oh, you didn't read the instructions and stuff. The instructions? Yeah. Open bag, pull the chip out, put in mouth, chew, swallow. Apparently there's an article about the person's... Uh, no, it's just this... Well, this it, The lady who this is... They write a little story about them in the back. Okay, what's, what's the person on the back? Mary Ellen G. Once a week, Mary Ellen and her dog Tucker visit children in the hospital to lift their spirits. Tucker's presence brings some joy to these young patients. And then you can scan this QR code and have her tell you the story in augmented reality. No. No. So... We gotta read the ingredients. No, I'm gonna read the instructions. Oh, okay. Read yeah. the instructions. Okay. Read the instructions first. Potatoes. Duh. Hopefully. Vegetable oil. Fried pickles. Vegetable with, matter. <laughs> vegetable matter. Fried pickles with ranch seasoning. Garlic powder, spices, yogurt powder. Natural flavors: canola oil, sugar, medium chain triglycerides. This is made with natural ranch. Onion powder. Yeast extract, tomato powder, dextrose, paprika, acacia gum, sour cream. Ah. You're right. And that's it. Well, you know, you used to buy those mixes. You just mix those with sour cream and you have your dip. You call me a dip? Yes. He's calling me a dip. Well, Marissa is. Apparently. Yeah, I'm calling you a dip too. Well, no, aren't I terrible? I'm sleeping in the guest room tonight. Hey, you know what? Maybe you are. <laughs> nope. I like you. Though they're a little sour creamy. I like them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like them. Hmm? Tough. Mm hmm? Marissa first. No. Nope. Apparently, uh, no, Chris can first. go. I don't know. I'm <laughs> You gotta be nice to your friend. Offer some to your friend. I did. He said you first, but you ain't getting none. Because I'm a dip. <laughs> and that's a That's bad. why you're a dip. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Give her a chip. <laughs> Jeez, man. Thanks. You're going to hurt yourself. Okay. Her first and me. I can do another one. I got a can of something in the, in the, in the kitchen. I've got the a kitchen. can of something. Mm -hmm. These are good. Yeah, I like them a lot. I like them. I mean, that? I, don't, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to get these in particular, but... 
They're pretty yeah. nasty. But definitely, if they're there, I'll partake of them. All right, so there we go. Almost good. They're tasty. We all like them. Mm-hmm. I might buy them again. Goes on the list of things I might buy again. <laughs> that reminds me, I got to do another run to Beaufort Highway Farmers Market. Well, can you wait till I have some money? <laughs> yep. Yeah, the paper towel so I can swap this up. I did it. Can you just reach behind you and grab something? No, because I don't have anything behind me to grab. Oh. It's a bag of chips, but that's not going to do you any good. Put it back in the bag of chips. Yeah. That'd be fine. There. What? I'll just rub it off on the carpet. No. All right, so uh, cute, crunchy, uh, fried pickle music. <laughs> Mysteries of the Unexplained! Practicing. Gotta gotta get a good one. That's what she said. <laughs> it is. Hey Chris. Hey. Hey Rizzo. Hey Larry. Hey, hey Chris. Chris. You guys know what time it is? No. No. <clears throat> what time is it? Hey. It's time for Mystery Duty Time. <laughs> Mysteries of the Unexplained. Nice job, by the way. He's the wee. He's the wee. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. I just picture him in his room every time he hears you do that. He's like, He's the weird, man. <laughs> He's the weird. So, I'm gonna just pick a, a page this time. So, we're going with Strange Things from Above, which is the main thing. Uh, right. we, we've done this a few times, but, um,. Damn it, I'm doing another one. I'm going with page 193 out of the book from Reader's Digest from Miss Resilience Explained book. Okay. During a torrential thunderstorm in July 1841, hundreds of small fish and frogs fell with partially melted ice and rain on the city of Derby, England. Derby? Derby. Derby. Oh, I was like, Dirty Derby. England. Well, they needed a good washing. <laughs> should get for being dirty England. <laughs> they fail in the city of Derby, England. Good. The fish, some of them sticklebacks, were from one half to two inches long. The frogs were the size of large beans. And many of them... Beans? Sur- beans. That's what I said, beans. Oh, okay. Beans. I thought you said beads. No, That's beans. A uh, yeah. It's still uh, froglet. No, they would have a tail. These are froglets. Uh, the frog and the large bean. Uh, many of them survived the fall onto the hard pavement. Some were kept alive and to appear and appear to enjoy themselves. Ew, in a glass with water and leaves in it. And that was the Athenaminanin, July seventeenth, eighteen forty-one, page five hundred and two. No theories on why. They got sucked up into a sharknado and dropped on the no peasantry of 
Dirty England? <laughs> no. How about this one? An olive gray powder fell on Shanghai, China on March 16th, 1846. Under microscopic examination, the powder first seemed to, at first, to consist of two kinds of hair. Ew. Uh, when observed through a more powerful instrument, the substance was declared to consist of confervae, a kind of algae. When the fibers were burned, however, they gave off the common ammonia smell and smoke of burnt hair or feathers. According to the report, the skyfall covered an area of 3,800 square miles. That came from the Journal of Asiatic Society of Bengal. When was that? February 1847. Hmm. All right, so that was a long time ago. Oh, so was the other one, 1841. Well, say, if it happened today, it'd have a more definitive answer on what it was. True. Because it's either hair or algae. That's, that's kind of a broad swath there. Yeah. How about this? Nut-sized lumps of odorless gray resinous matter fell on Valina, Lithuania, during a rainstorm on April 4th, 1846. You? When the material was burned, because apparently you need to burn all this. The thing you do is pick up, what is it? I don't know, burn it. I don't know, it's sticky, burn it. It released a pervasive sweet smell. Hmm. After being soaked in water for 24 hours, it swelled and seemed completely gelatinous. Was this some kind of scientific method back then? Apparently. Burn it. Oh, it smells sweet. Dip in water. <laughs> Compets Renos. What do you taste like? Hebdomadabibi. De seances. De la Academy de Sciences. 23542. I can't read French. How about this? On October, I mean, November 11th of the same year, so 46, a luminous object estimated at four feet in diameter fell at Lowville, New York, leaving behind or becoming a heap of foul-smelling jelly. Hmm. It's, it is New York. Just could have been some guy who pissed off the mob. But that's all it has to say about it? Yep. They didn't burn it or dip it in water? <laughs> no. no. This is from the Scientific American, 279, November 28, 1846. Oh, that's Scientific American. There's got to be more to it than that. That's it, man. Because they don't just like... It's just like six of them. and goo. Billion. Smell it. Now burn it. Yeah, they should always we, should they we always figure burn out it and dip it in water was. first. <laughs> November 11, 18, what was it? Immediately after a tremendous peal of thunder in 1849, a block of ice 20 feet in circumference and of a proportionate thickness fell on Balvulic Farm near Ord on the Isle of Skye, Scotland. Flattening it completely. (laughs) The, The ice was almost entirely transparent and composed of square and diamond shaped crystals from one to three inches long. No other hail or snow was seen at the time. The Edinburgh... It was all in the block. <laughs> the Edinburgh Philosophical Journal, 1849. Well, I can imagine if you if a block of ice formed in the atmosphere, it would probably be clear. 
Yeah, but after a peal of thunder. That wasn't thunder. That was it breaking the sound barrier because it's falling. Possibly. That's a big fucking piece of ice. Uh huh. Clear ice. Uh huh. We know they, they get that ice that clear when they. You know, you vibrate it. Yeah. So if it's up in the upper atmosphere, swirling around and stuff, it's probably pretty turbulent. Yeah, 20 feet in circumference and a proportionate thickness, which means it could be like a foot thick. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be swirling around very much. Had it been a something. Not really. <laughs> I was going to say a... Tw- a uh, uh, Sharknado. Well, it could have been something like that. Like I mean, I was going to say Volcano, but there aren't any on the Isle of Skye. None of them are active. From 1850 to 1870, at the Benicia Army Station near San Francisco, troops on the drill ground were showered with blood and pieces of meat. By the upper class one. <laughs> Apparently beef... On July 20th, 1851... Our flying cow exploded. Specimens from the size of a pigeon <laughs> egg up to that of an orange were given to the army That's surgeon... Piece of meat. ...who described some slices as being slightly tainted. Love... T- tainted of what? I mean, like, spoiled meat? Yeah, I guess. That was from the San Francisco Herald, July 24th. 1851. You need to start reading mysteries that he explained. (laughs) Well, those aren't mysteries then. Stuff that's been explained. Meh. (laughs) I still want to know about that November 11th in in New York. Well, you can't. And I'm not reading anymore because there's like four more and I'm tired of reading these. Okay. I don't care about my audience. I just want to go home and go to bed. What was the city in New York? Love what? Or love what? Lovell. Lovell? How do you spell that? Like Lowe's without the S and oh. Ville. Oh, it's a Lovillians, huh? Yeah. You know, it's just below Highdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, July. It's just uh, east of Whoville. <laughs> and just west of, huh? Uh, on June 17th, 1857. Well, they didn't really like stuff falling from the sky back in the 1800s. <laughs> a farmer in Ottawa, Illinois heard a hissing sound and looked up to see a shower of cinders streaking towards the earth. Duck! (laughs) They landed in a V-shaped pattern about 50 feet from him, causing the ground to steam. That was close. (laughs) The larger cinders were almost completely buried and the smaller ones only half buried. Mr. Bradley noticed a small, dense, dark... Small, brown stain on his pants. (laughs) Small, dense, dark cloud, quote, hanging over the garden, end quote. Garden must have been in a bad mood. The weather had been showering. was revealed. Yeah. The weather had been showery, but but there had been no thunder or lightning. American Journal of Science and Arts, November 1857. And the only thing I come up with is... The Lewis County Banner, Lowville, New York, 1856 to 1864, November 11th. Yeah, it's nothing, anything related well, to that. Well, put Lowville, New York, and what was it? That's the giant block of ice? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, no, no, this is the uh, the jelly. The gel. The oh. luminous object that turned into jelly. It's like, what the hell? Let's uh, uh, name a city and falls from sky. Smelly yeah. jelly. Uh, fell from yeah. the sky. A shower of candy 
Which ooh is that? I don't know yet. What kind of candy? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten farther than that. Smarties? Ew. Ball caps? Ew. Is recorded as having occurred in some sections of Lake County, California, on the nights of September 2nd and September 11th of 1857. It is said that on... What? Five second roll. <laughs> it is said that on both of these nights there fell a shower of candy or sugar. The crystals were from one eighth to one fourth of an inch in length and the size of a goose quill. Maybe they mean a round? Oh, yeah. Syrup was made of it by some of the lady residents in the area. Maple? No, just syrup. Oh. History of Napa and Lake Country Counties, California. Page 71. And the very last... Hey, we found this candy in the dirt outside our house. Why don't we make it into syrup? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, man, it's the oh, 1800s. Uh, they were trying to burn it. And it was out west. They were trying to burn it. Trying to burn it. That's true. Well, it was 18... 18- they, they were trying to burn it, and then they dipped it in water. <laughs> dipped it in water. And then it fell from the sky? No, it fell from the sky first. Oh. Oh, well. John Lewis... John Lewis? Wait. A sawyer of mountain ash... Is he related to John Lewis that said the government? Sure. Glam, <laughs> Glamorganshire, Wales, gave the following account after a rain of fish fell on his village oh, in, fish. in 1859. We started with fish. Yeah, we did. We did. Small fish and frogs. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, February 9, I was getting out a piece of timber for the purpose of setting it for the saw when I was startled by something falling all over me and down my neck. On my head and on my back. Ew. Uh, On putting my hand down my neck, I was surprised to find they were little fish. By this time, I saw the whole ground covered with them. I took off my hat, the brim of which was full of them. They were... I question the wisdom of taking off your hat. (laughs) They they were jumping all about. They covered the ground in a long strip of about 80 yards by 12, as we measured afterwards. The shed, pointing to a very large workshop, was covered with them, and the chutes were quite full of them. My mate and I might have gathered bucketful of them, scraping with our hands. We did gather a great many, about a bucketful, and threw them in the rain pool, where some of them are still now. Uh, there were two showers with an interval of about ten minutes, and each shower lasted only about two minutes or thereabouts. Time was 11 a.m., the morning up train to Aberdare was just passing. It was not blowing very hard, but uncommonly wet. Just about the same wind as there is today. Blowing rather stiff, it says. And it came from this quarter, which at the time was, he was pointing south to the southwest. They came down with the rain in a body like. A body like? That's what it says. What's a body like? Like this. Body like. No, this is what a body's like. A dead body. No. The largest fish, five inches long, died soon after being found. Some 18 or 20 living specimens, the largest largest of them four inches long, were sent to Professor Owen for examinations, but his observations were not recorded. They ain't much of a fucking professor. Apparently not. These are fish. <laughs> At your scientific evaluation? Yes. Don't write that shit down. <laughs> so there you go. There's your mysteries of the unexplained. Use of the week. <laughs> so uh, Q 
cue fishy flying out of the sky music. Sit it down on the counter and walk to the other end of the room. No one knew how to read it. It looked like you weren't able to read it before. Well, with my glasses on, I can't, but I take them off, I'm just fine. This is going to be a teaser. What do you mean? I was making fun of you. I'm talking about that's just part of the show. I was going to say, I guess I'm not trying it, I guess, huh? No, I'm just kidding. You brought out two spoons? I thought there's three of us, man. Oh. I was like, there's so a third rude. spoon right he there. So rude. Well, that was dirty. It's mine! <laughs> oh, you could have it. <laughs> I was waiting for the ding. What? I was waiting for the ding. I'm here. Not that ding. Oh. No <laughs> point. Ding! Having to, having to filter out. How long did you put it in for? Minute and 15? It's only a minute to go. Ding! <laughs> Why didn't you get a pot holder? Just not a pot. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anyone else holding my pot, man. I got this. Sweetie? Shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to help, okay? Yeah, don't be a dip. <laughs> That's for the beard. <clears throat> hey, Larry. Hey, hey Marissa. Marissa. Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm fine, too. So what do you have for us today? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I got Van Camp's Beanie Weenies, the original. The original. How many servings per, per container? One. Okay. But we're going to stretch it out to three. <laughs> 260 calories per can. You're going to ruin your dinner. Prepared with white beans, chicken franks, that's mechanically separated chicken, Water, salt, corn syrup, dextrose, sodium phosphate, natural flavorings, paprika, sodium, whatever, sodium nitrate, and extractives of paprika. When is this 13 grams? When do you get this extractive of paprika? 13 grams of protein per can. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a good thing. Pure, tomato puree, which is salt, I mean, which is water and tomato paste. <laughs> it's just salt. <laughs> tomato puree is main ingredient is salt? Water, oh, wow. sugar, less than 2% of high fructose corn syrup, salt, onion powder, natural and artificial flavors may contain soy. 
Sweet. Now Van Camps was brought out, was bought out many year ago by Conagra Brand Foods. So it's a Conagra Brand food. No idea what that means. It's a company that it's a company. bought a shit ton of these kind of companies out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need a better name. Conagra. Conagra? Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good on a can. Well, it's tiny on the can. Um, they have a blooper thing that you can bloop to find out more food information. The can is metal and it is sure. recyclable. So there you go. And then on the cover or on the front, <laughs> the cover, on the cover, yeah, uh, it shows a little miniature. That's it. No, what? No, <laughs> a little miniature cast iron pot with beanie weenies in it. So. And if Maybe you, it's a regular size pot with giant beanie weenies in it. <laughs> so if any of you remember this from your childhood and Boy Scout or Girl Scout trips, if they ate them on Girl Scout trips, I know they did on Boy Scout. Not my Boy Scout trips, because I belong to a Jewish Scout group. And Well, these are chicken, but they're not kosher. What makes them not kosher? They weren't prepared with a rabbi present. More than likely not. So if they were kosher, though, didn't have to be a rabbi in the factory like all day just sitting there going like, holy. Yeah. What a shit job. They actually bought, they they hire a rabbi or a couple and they have an office and every once in a while they go out and they make sure everything's being done properly and then they go back to their office and they do whatever paperwork for that for the Jewish rabbi's council. Like there'd be a different Jew rabbi council. For the Catholic rabbi council, well, for the Hasidic Jewish council. No, it's it's the Jewish council. There's actually a Hasidic council. For the Reformed Jewish council. No, it's, that'd be... Yeah, whatever, man. But... Uh, the recovering Jewish council. The recovering Jewish council. And what are you? I'm a recovering Jew. So everybody grab a... wandering sp- Jewish council. <laughs> That's a plant. So everybody grab a, uh, a poon and dig in. Or maybe instead of dripping over the recorders, I'll just move it over here so that Mariska can it. Well, you can have some first. Thank you. And so I don't drip it on the on the show notes. <laughs> That's definitely what I remember. Are they always chicken? Yep. Well, they were at one point in time. It was like chick. It was like not uh, that I ever put any thought into the, the it. The Vienna sausage is chicken and pork. So at one point in time, these were Vienna sausages because they were combined together at one point. Not that I ever put any thought into it. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's beanie weenies. It tastes mm. a little less salty than it used to, though. Yeah. Remember, it used to be a lot more salty. Well, everything did. True. And people started reading. Ugh. About salt. Be bad for you. Well, I mean, you could just add some salt. True. It's not, yeah, it's not as salty as I think I remember. You actually ate beanie weenies, Marissa? I did. Because you lived that highfalutin life with an au pair and traveling the world no, and but stuff. I, I did try this, actually. Because remember, remember who oh, I was. Oh, was bad, you know. We'll make you eat like the regular kids do. She's like, sweet. Mm-hmm. We're going to feed you Commodore food. Commodore food? Commodore food? <laughs> yes. Remember, I had... I He's had, the 64th level. Remember, I did have a, a nanny that made spaghetti with lard. Made spaghetti with lard? Yes. The, the, what, where'd the lard go? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where the lard went. He had to, she, she cooked used, the meat and lard? Yes. That's like double downing there. 
She probably did. She I mean, makes lard into the, the lard with a lot of stuff. With a lot of she makes the lard into the There's probably mix. bacon grease in, in, in that, not lard, because that would make spaghetti lard, taste maybe. really bad. Does she mix it in with the noodle mix, with the pasta dough? No, that ended up being biscuits. <laughs> We're having biscuits and meatballs tonight, baby. I'm worried. I'm worried about the kid ain't getting enough cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the our. Dick, bur, dick. My nanny, my nanny actually had a cookbook that she she. She was writing a cookbook. She was writing a cookbook. She used to cook, cook for Margaret Mitchell. Mitchell. And she did use lard in her cooking. Well, that looks very Especially common. in her biscuits and stuff. Yeah, so that was. Yeah. Nice. I've had those. <clears throat> wow. I mean, that was a common practice. Yep. Yeah, that was common. So it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Well, Larry, you can get, you can still get lard, Larry. You can make. I your understand biscuits. that. Yeah, it's easier just to buy them. Ones in a tin, pop them open. Be afraid though when you pop them open because you think yeah, the spoon might shoot back and hit you in the face. No, it's just a scary. It's like, <laughs> oh <Yeah>. Jesus God! On <laughs> the fucking time bomb. Uh, yeah, well, because it's like I want to open this, but I know if I open this, it's going to explode. And ew! It's, it's going to scare me, but I got to do it if I want the biscuits. <laughs> and I really want the biscuits. There's only one way to do it because you can't Especially like, the buttery flake, the, like the super buttery flaky like ones. pull the tab a little bit and throw it onto the counter and watch it do it itself. You, you gotta, No, gotta no, it. you got to use the spoon or you got to karate chop it. That's how I open them. I sit on the counter and go, Hoi! and then it goes, Boop! and starts. I take a giant sharp knife and I slowly start sawing at it. <laughs> Till it explodes. That would be worse. That'd be like Jack in the Box. He stabbed himself in the forehead. He found him that way. Killed by biscuit. Killed by biscuit. Gung gung. Death by misadventure. I don't like misadventure. She's mean. Mr. Adventure's okay, though. Ooh. He, he thinks he's a superhero. So there we go. Beanie Weenies. Will we eat them again? Yeah. They weren't expensive. There was like 39 cents or 59 cents for the can. Kroger. I mean, you could make your own Beanie Weenies for probably really cheap. I yeah. Mean, you get, can of bean, bean sausages or beans. I mean, it's take you a while. Cause you gotta actually, you don't even need to do that. Mm, you buy yourself a bunch of... Well, if you buy the dried beans, if you buy like... You soak them. What? You have to soak them. If you stuff. did the dried beans... Yeah. If you bought like a can of no-name generic baked beans, then you just cut up some no-name generic chicken sausage, throw it in there, and boom, done. Beanie Weenies. Still not homemade. Well, no. Are you going to make your own sausage? No, of course not. Well, then even, even the way you're because, doing it is because, homemade. Because vanilla sausage is an ingredient in this, so you got to get vanilla sausages. You can't make your own vanilla sausages. You could. No. Why couldn't? Why no? Because that wouldn't be Vienna sausages. No, it'd be Larry sausages. Then it'd be called Larry weenies. <laughs> the processing is part of the magic of Vienna sausages. You got to have it in the can. The can is like part, like an ingredient. I don't want to put the can in there. Just saying. By the way, the size of the beanie weenies is the size of a so- of Vienna sausage can. It's a little taller. A little a hair, but not by much. No, not by much. Like very small butt hair. What? How do you know what size the butt hair is? Well, I got a hairy ass. You look at your ass, you're measuring your hair on your ass? I have to when I shave them. You shave your butt hairs? 
Yeah, doesn't everybody? You don't have Klaus do it for you? Not anymore. <laughs> I had Neil do it once, and he did designs in it. It just got oh. weird. There you go. <laughs> Boy. Mm. That's what made it weird. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. Who? What? <laughs> okay, cue, cue beanie weenie music. Listening to episode 334 of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed everything that you heard and Hey, hey what happened? What happened to the thing? I, I don't know, Scruffy. That son of a bitch. Uh, this is what I get for letting Neil fix something. Alright, hold on a second. Yeah, it's fried. All right, forget it. You do it. Oh, yeah, all right. Hey, everybody. Well, there's that episode of Achieving Reality Podcast. Uh, I believe it was 334. At least that's what it sounded like the robot said. I hope you enjoyed everything you heard. Hope you uh, go out and buy yourself some fried pickle chips uh, because they taste like dill and sour cream to me. And they're pretty good. We've killed off the bag now. So, for myself, Chris, rest in parentheses, the rest of the gang... Apparently scruffy. I'd like to say we're not going to do the remote control beepy thing again. All right. Dog do. This is McLeod. Hey, everybody. Larry here from Achieving Reality, the podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right. Achieving Reality, the podcast, is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. What? You said Larry. I didn't say Larry. You did say Larry. Oh, did <laughs> You're hearing things, You're right? hearing things, man. I didn't say anything. I thought she he called you a dip, and now she's nah, calling you Larry. Nah, I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> well, I am Larry. Want me to get you some water, Larry? Sure, dip. <laughs> <laughs>